0: Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in. Today's episode will be about injustice, racism, police brutality, accountability, and healing. Joining me are my fellow team members and sisters, Ginza, Minahil, and Fafa.
1: Hey, hi. Hi.
0: And guess what? We're all four of us are here for. We are here to support the cause because we are also minorities. Right. Well, guys, let's get right into it. Um, obviously, these are pressing times. Uh, there has been multiple injustices in just the past few weeks. What do you guys want to cover first?
1: I think that you know, just us being here, um, and as a South Asian living in America now, I have. Um, I'm gonna start by saying that uh, you know uh, we were obviously aware of racism and the injustices that exist in society uh, you know even when we were living in Pakistan but not to the extent that we get to see and witness now that we're here as part of the melting pot you know especially in New York. Um, Our hearts are hurting our minds are you know full and it is just so sad to see what's happening Um, and I think that that's why we're here today. We're here today because this is not a matter of you know who looks like what? This is just a matter of like, what are we as a human race right now? Where is our humanity? And how are we, you know, how are we moving forward from here? And this is going to be a, this is going to be a little bit of a heavy
2: episode for sure. Absolutely. And the only way that you're going to be able to um, really talk about it is if you spread awareness and if you talk about it literally. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: I don't, I, I, I'm at a loss for words because how is it that just because of your skin color, just because of how you look, you're discriminated against just because you're a shade darker, just because you, someone who looked like you did something that was quote unquote wrong. You think all of them are going to do the same thing. You know, right. and that's just horrible to not look look at people as individuals. All colors are beautiful. Underneath all that skin, we all bleed the same.
1: So true, and I think that you know to start um, and not oversimplifying what happened because we're gonna go into the depths of it. But let's just talk about a little bit about what happened. Um,
3: yeah, um, I think that, like you said, you know, it's not about who is what. It's about what kind of people we are. Um, and what happened was basically because somebody was a specific type of person who had preassumptions about somebody else, a whole race in that mm-hmm. matter. And um, those preassumptions led to something extremely tragic that shouldn't happen ever. And also it had no reason behind it, no real reason behind it.
2: There really wasn't a reason, and if you're if um someone is to say that George Floyd had a a, had forged um a twenty dollar bill, then they would be wrong because that twenty dollar bill became came out to not be forged at all. So I don't. So I don't understand. (laughs) I don't guess. Yeah. No.
3: Yeah. So it you know whether it is about the bill or not, I think it is about those pre-assumptions that those racist pre-assumptions to just put it in words that's that's what it is that that racism came out into violence and murder
0: and And that murder seven minutes of staying on someone's neck where is your humanity
2: you can hear him scream you can't he can't breathe he literally can't breathe he was calling out for his mother and he was he was screaming he was saying his stomach hurts he was saying his body hurts he's, he was saying all of this stuff yeah. but the other cop as well was just standing de- there and not doing anything mm-hmm. as as someone who is supposed to protect the the citizens of where you live you're supposed to have compassion for these people and you're supposed to stop another another coworker if they're doing something wrong which he clearly was absolutely. and you know
3: um those seven minutes and his knee on his neck if you look at george floyd's pictures you can clearly see that he is you know his he you know he's not exactly a small man you know it it'll be hard to take somebody like that and completely put, put him out of yeah. breath so i can only exactly. imagine the pressure of that knee like it it would be coming out of complete hatred.
0: You know, that, yeah. that pressure. To, I mean, it has to be. Yeah. He wasn't even resisting arrest. He
3: wasn't. He wasn't. It, he was really
0: on the floor just asking for water and then he couldn't breathe. Yeah,
3: a little bit of room for breathing. And then yeah. I also on Twitter uh, saw a picture of him when he was a child in his mom's arms, actually. And just to, like, see how he was... Call- well, his mother, you know, isn't alive anymore. But um, he was calling out for his mother that entire time. Uh, and then course. I saw that that's, picture, and I was uh, like,
1: oh, my God, this is way too much. God. Wow. And this is not the first time.
2: It's absolutely not the first time. <laughs> that's, okay. that's a great point.
1: Too. <laughs> yeah. This wasn't... George Floyd is one of, like, how many? What, the decades, centuries of, like... You know what people are calling systemic racism right now and what like you know our minds and our feeds and our you know channels on tv and blah 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 are like filled with mm-hmm. let's not forget that this is an entire race that has been the victim of all of this for centuries
3: not thought- one thing has changed from the from the 1800s to now, not one thing
2: has changed. Exactly. And not and racism isn't increasing. It's just being recorded and put out there. Yep.
1: Yeah, people like you and I are talking about it. People who are, uh, by the way, we come from a community that has been, you know, so entrenched in their own problems and like, you know, uh, uh, uh making, kind of like putting it out there that, hey, you know, we need help too and all of that hmm. stuff. I think that this is what's what's up. Uh, can I just say, super proud of, like, you know, so many uh, people working, um, donating, uh, spreading awareness that look like you and me, right, are yeah. brown, um, who are now finally understanding that we as a community need to support our Black brothers and sisters.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. absolutely. Because at and, the end of the day, they're human beings just like you and I. Right, exactly. And, you know, honestly... This is great that people are stepping up. We, we see this. However, the other side of it is there are people who are silent, okay? And when you take the silent side, you're on the side of the oppressor. Yes, absolutely. You have a platform. You have a platform with millions of followers. Millions of followers. And guess what? Even people with five followers post something about the current climate. Yes. You, have, you post when you have a new car. You post when, mm. when the, there is something awesome that's happening in your life. But when it comes to someone's humanity or someone's injustice or the brutality of people that we were supposed to look up to, hmm. you're not saying anything. That's just that's ridiculous to me.
2: Absolutely. And also, I know we're going to get into this later, but if you are going to speak up about the riots, quote unquote, the riots that broke out um, and not the the violence that was um. The violence that occurred with George Floyd or anybody else, then you're not you're not making a difference. You are basically just saying that these buildings burning down, these cop cars blowing up are more important than George Floyd's life and justice for him and so many others that went through the same exact thing.
0: Exactly. And and you could tell that people are frustrated. Don't focus on the smaller things like insured buildings and, and, and uh, corporations. Think about why something happened Hmm. how did we get here
3: oh yeah this was a long time coming not even i'm not talking about decades and years that i'm talking about months you know even in the last recent months this was a long time coming every day a new video every day a new headline um you know a, a A a black person just literally chilling, minding their own business and getting shot for no reason. Running and getting shot for
0: no reason. That's why it's important for us to say black lives matter. Yeah. Period.
2: Exactly. And you can't, you're not, you have to embrace it. You have to speak loud on it because the only way that change is going to happen is through talking about it and being and saying that every... Every person has to stand for all Black all Black Lives Matter,
0: of course. Yeah. Of course. No, I totally see what you're saying. And you know what? The thing is, everybody's lives matter only if Black Lives Matter. If exactly. your first trigger response to Black Lives Matter is all lives matter, you're missing the point. The point is Black Lives Matter, period, because the Black Lives Matter. Think exactly. about it. Don't just respond or retaliate. This is what we need. We need advocacy for this group of people because they need us.
2: Exactly. And if the only time we we're gonna say all lives matter is when people are protesting for Black Lives Matter, then you are part of the problem because mm-hmm. you're not gonna say this on any other regular day, are you? You're just gonna say it in retaliation to all black or, or to Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah, just... and
0: if you're upset about the the destruction that comes about in the protests or riot you should be also uh looking at the outrageous events that occurred before those Mm. things happened such as george floyd's death right also remember things like stonewall and boston tea party were two Mm. events that were not pretty that also brought about change
3: yes Mm. right yeah i truly believe that this event um, is the start of a humongous change that's going to be brought about. I, yes. I believe it. It's horrible and tragic that somebody had to die for it to happen. But I think that people are not messing around anymore. This is not just one of those protests or headlines that people just forget about in a matter of days. I think serious change is coming. I can like and feel it. I really it.
0: hope so. I really yeah. hope yes. so. It's coming. I mean, we can feel it's coming. But I just want to add a little piece, and that's if we didn't see what happened in these past few weeks mm-hmm. in terms of the the retaliation and the uh, sorry, the reaction and the um, amount of, of people that were upset, he the um, cop would have never been arrested.
2: No, nope. absolutely not. And that's what's wrong too, though, because. People people saw the video. People saw what happened to George Floyd, which is exactly why he got arrested. If people didn't see that, do you really think that that cop would have been held accountable? No.
1: Exactly. I think that, you know, this is a good time to talk about what's happening when people say all lives matter. And then, of course, part of the all lives are blue lives as well. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, you know, why that is because of course you know we 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 see George Floyd as one part of it and and for in order for it to happen it was these cops right and this has come up again and again and more prominently so in the past decade that we've seen
0: mm-hmm.
1: right blue lives mattering um let's talk about that let's talk about police brutality let's talk about why this has become such an issue um let's talk about why unfortunately now whenever such a thing happens you know if uh, black lives matter is highlighted at the same time blue lives matter is also highlighted what is what's happening there
0: there's this mentality that it's one versus the other right and mm-hmm. i'm yeah. of the proponent that it's not about versus it's about it's it's not about dividing lines it's about blurring the line mm-hmm. right. we have right. to be able to say that a cop is a human being and a black person is a yeah. human being. But that does not mean that one of them, just because they have a badge or a job, have power over the other.
2: Yes.
1: And that's what's wrong right now, correct? Yep. Right. Yeah. People don't don't again,
3: people don't understand this is not about race or a profession. It's about people. It's about the kind of people that there are. The mentality.
0: So what Mirahil just did was highlight the individual aspect. What's going on with media is it's like, yes, some some sources are showing us both sides of the coin, or maybe they're not saying what you, they're not saying things like all lives matter, all lives matter, and they really are saying black lives matter. But the issue is they're not looking at it as an individual level. Name the people who are doing the things, such as burning down a car when it wasn't needed, right? Yeah. right? Name the person who killed a black person. Yeah. Name the people who um, were victims. There was something that Trevor Noah posted, uh, I believe, that had the names of the people who lost their lives to hate crimes and police brutality. Right, that I right. think is important.
1: Right. Name yeah. the
0: people. Name the people who are the oppressors, but also name the people who are victims. Give right. them real honor.
3: Yeah, because then those are just people. Um, you know, the cops or whatever that are doing this police brutality, I don't think in the end that they are really cops. They're just people who use quote unquote cops to kill people. You know, that oh mm-hmm. I'm a cop, I can do this. You know, in the end to me they're not they're not cops because police and the police force is some is, you know, people who are supposed to make you feel safe. Um and so if people are taking that power and
2: abusing it, in the end they're not cops at all. Exactly. Absolutely. And- what do you do when? <clears throat> sorry. What do you do when um these these cops quote unquote are are actually the murderers? Because you what do you do? Would you call the cops on the cops? What happens there? Good
0: point. Good point.
2: Yeah. And I think that's
0: where we're at right now in terms of the, these. Yeah, the, figuring uh,
2: that out. Current, yeah, Definitely. Current, yeah. And even if they get you know, or if they're in police custody, um, they get extra p- protection. They get extra protection either way. Because again, they are cops, they have connections, they have lawyers, they have a lot of resources, and they can use those resources in order to get maybe a lesser sentence or um, you know charged with a le- um, third degree instead yeah, of with third degree instead of something that should he should actually be charged right. with. Yeah so- exactly. And,
0: and and it's kind of the opposite for the people who are the victim. They don't have those protections. They kind of have like an unprotection, if you know what I mean. Like, they're yep. just
2: vulnerable. Yep. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> no, yeah, I think that in the end, we have to remember that not all cops are bad. Um, Agreed. They're not, you know. Uh, me personally, like, I yes. Ev- I think it comes down to personal opinion and personal experiences. Um, uh, everything that I've, like, so far heard about cops is negative so you know you start to believe it um you know i believe some parts of it i don't believe other parts of it like yes i agree that they get extra immunity when they shouldn't they aren't held accountable when they should be but again cops are they exist the police organization exists to help us in the end exactly that's
0: why they should be responsible for advocating and also be mindful of their power
2: exactly and not abuse their power because that's what's been happening lately. And, you know, you also have to remember that these are just the, the, um, the killings and the murders that you see online. There's plenty of others that we don't know about, that there's so many victims that have not been named. So we have to look at that, too.
0: Yeah. And what about the people who aren't filmed, like you were saying? And exactly. what about the things that aren't as big of a caliber as stepping on someone's neck or, or kneeling on someone's neck? Yeah. There are instances that people go through every day, smaller ones that are still negative, such as being called names for the shade of your skin or the color of your skin. Hmm. And that builds up, you know? Like every day hearing something negative or being prejudiced against or or uh, marginalized because of the shade of your skin, that, that adds up. And, it, and it's not being filmed, right? So then it's hmm. not believable. Yeah. But I think now is the time to highlight it. To say that even if it wasn't film, we are with you. We are one hundred percent we have your back and we believe you. We believe that this happened to you because of the color of your skin. And it should not. Absolutely
1: not. And not at the hands of like know. protectors in a way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I I think that you bring up a really good point. Um I feel I have, like, you know, personally, from personal experience, we've had, you know, we were really, really... One of the first people ever to, like, welcome us into a all-white community when we first came here to New York was actually a cop and his family. They lived right across from us. And, um, you know, this person, man, like, he was so awesome, <laughs> okay? like And still is. He's so... Yeah. We run him into him in Target. And, like, yeah. he's like, hey, what are you guys doing? What are you up to? Are you graduating from school? Et cetera, et cetera. I oh. mean no joke this guy he's helped my dad through flat tires this guy he has we went to him when we were actually going to our immigration case you know we went to him and you know kind of like said that hey you've been our neighbor for a while can you provide us with like some recommendation well yeah how funny is information that
3: information and recommendation right yeah.
1: recommendation letters to be like you know become like citizens and stuff like that so his family literally wrote out you know this really beautiful personal statement yeah. and they both signed off on it um we went to him to like you know ask advice on like when we ran into a situation a legal where, issue yeah a legal issue like where somebody had wronged us i mean no joke uh, we were we are actually so proud that he's uh you know such an upstanding member of our community like this guy is awesome uh, yeah you know doesn't did he's not for example. even
3: once did not even once make us feel like we should be afraid of mm-hmm. the fact that he's a cop and we're going to him with, like, personal information that yeah. could, like, you know, get us, I don't know, deported? I don't know, That's you true. know? Yeah, this was a long time ago, but still, um he welcomed us and he helped us. The biggest thing is that he helped us when our own family, like, didn't.
0: Can you yeah, believe I that? Have to say That's that. powerful.
1: Yeah. Can you believe that? He mm-hmm.
0: was leading by example. Be, yeah. Be a good example. There's plenty of things on social media right now, right? Now, the thing I like about social media is there's not a lot of agendas. There's like more personal agendas, I guess, from your profile or whatever you (laughs) want to share. Like those people who don't share anything when they should be. Um, People should see that there's also people, there's also footage of cops protesting with the people from Black Lives,
3: right. There is also another
0: side to this. Yes, police brutality exists. Yes, it's wrong, and yes it happens. But there are good cops, just like Inza was saying, the one that they know personally, that genuinely want to serve to protect.
3: Yeah, I completely exactly yeah when they take in their police um you know oath I think that in the Academy oath or something like that, Mm -hmm. right? Um, some some of those cops actually believe in what they're saying. Um you know. And we were just talking about this earlier, but uh, in countries like like third world countries, like like Pakistan, you know, police, the police force is so unreliable. It's like almost non-existent, and the police brutality over there is triple triple the amount of this. Like,
1: um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I completely agree with you. It is like. It is out of control, actually. It is out of control. Um, You see people, like, getting beat up left and right. And this is actually, you know, in it's a, it's funny you bring that up. Oh, not funny, I'm sorry. But, like, you know, Indian movies, like, all these, like, Indian movies that, you know, I've seen my dad watch mm-hmm. or something like mm-hmm. that. Like, uh, it is incomplete without, like, what I, what I've seen, unfortunately, whenever police is depicted, it's, like, literally they depict them. Uh, Or uh, not just Indian movies, but also Pakistani movies. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I shouldn't be, you know, using both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, I I mean to say, like, whenever there's a Desi representation of, like, you know, police force over there, it's literally incomplete without somebody beating somebody up and yeah. that's awful.
3: Yeah, no, my point was that um I'm not saying that it's not bad here, definitely, no, not comparing in any any means at all. I'm just uh was getting to the point that um you know, police brutality over there is like on a whole other, you know, level. Again, not comparing. Um that it makes us uh feel privileged that we can even call 911. And, you know, call a cop or call somebody like that in, in that power to come and help us with, like, the most minor things. And, you know, they will. Um, we we encountered um, a few months ago an extremely racist, you know, encounter, all of us. And our first thing was to, you know, call the cops and um, report it to them. And, you know, they were super supportive and they were like, listen, you guys are in the right and we'll we'll file it down as a complaint, you know. So, um Obviously they knew this was racist so they they knew that we were people of color complaining to them so they weren't like oh my god no you guys suck you know so they were helpful um or or one time we had to call the cops because of something you know that my mother encountered so yeah not, uh, calling 911 is a privilege um so again the police is not here just for fun <laughs> they're here to help us
2: so yeah right um i agree with all of that but then I also I also think that you can't really that can't discount everything that's um, going on with them right now, though, because there is a lot of um, there's a lot of injustice with the the protests that are going on, driving through people, opening car doors on people. Um, I've seen plenty of videos with um, people getting seizures at, at, at a later time because the um, cops have, you know, shoved them really, really hard and they fall into the ground brain damage. their hands have been broken they've been maced they've been you know tear gassed and shot at with rubber bullets with no enticement because these you have to remember that these protests start out with a very peaceful um beginning and then and then they get shot at with rubber bullets and they get tear gassed and then the looting starts and it just it spirals out of control i agree but
1: I have to bring up a very, very important point here that, you know, there are, again, two sides to this. Mm. So, like, if we start to generalize, we as South Asian people should understand and also, like, you know, belonging to certain religions and stuff should understand yeah. what it means when uh, somebody decides to label an entire population based on the actions of, you know, some a them. portion Definitely. of those people. Yeah, I right? agree.
3: I agree. Yeah, look. People tell you all the time that Muslims are terrorists. People tell you all the time that black people are bad. Um, You know, people tell you all the time that all white people are racist. This is all generalizing stuff. So we cannot say that, yes, all cops are bad. Yes, they are uh, bad cops out there. But again, they're not all bad. Yeah. Just like, yes, there are, you know, racist white people
1: out there, but they're not all racist. Not all of them are bad apples. It's uh-huh. just the way it is.
0: I absolutely I, I love that. I I love that point.
1: Mm-hmm. However,
0: just to go back to Fakma's point, is that Ooh. when we're seeing these bad apples come out and, and, and you know shoot the rubber bullet at blank point at like point blank, which is uh, really, really close range, mm-hmm. it hurts and they yeah. get injured. Yeah, okay. Definitely. I feel like because of the chaos and because of the um the the amount of heat that's present yeah. during a protest a lot of people forget like and this is not an excuse by far um about the extent of their actions like throwing tear gas at, at really close range when you know like you're not doing it to disperse a crowd you're just doing it because you have power at that yeah. point you know yeah. i mean i understand there are bad apples but i get it but in this in this scenario the apple doesn't fall far from the tree like the other people are sort of following the injustices and they're and you know we're seeing um, counter uh, counter um, arguments against uh, what had what had uh, occurred in recent events in in the form of shirts that say I can breathe. What the heck is that? I mean, really,
2: what what are you trying to accomplish? There's that's just blatant racism at yeah, that point point.
3: and that point yes. that's just
2: racism you know Look, the things
0: that we're talking about now is a reasonable conversation we are not extreme on one side or the other we are saying that human life matters when black lives matter only and that happens to be also police officers yes they they are also human beings but they should also realize their power their privilege
2: and their what they stood for. Like Minahil said, the oath that they took. Right. right?
0: That's the end all, be all of it, you know?
3: Yeah, I think that, um, yes, this has been going on for like centuries now, but this specifically, this time around, it's really bad because uh, we see, I I think the the cops abusing their power is extremely bad this time around is because they know that they can do it due to our higher power of the president. You know, yeah. just putting that out there. I think that that is the the biggest example that everybody looks at. Okay, like, what is my president like, and if he can do it, I can do it. That's basically the mentality.
1: That is like, I guess you just kind of like thesis this out for us, honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah. what we're lacking yeah. is like leadership. For God's sakes, you when, know, yeah, the country ain't gonna run itself, and when it's run by who it's run by, mm-hmm, yeah, what. You know, what permeates is like, you know, what we're seeing. Yeah.
3: I mean, police
1: brutality has
3: always been bad, but we've never seen it this bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cops have always abused this power, but, you know, we've never seen it this bad. They know they can do it, which is why it's so bad right now in 2020.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And when the president tweets out stuff like, for example, when the um, coronavirus protests broke out, right, um, there were there were citizens with white citizens with guns and um they were spitting in cops faces they were screaming at them but they weren't shot at with rubber bullets i didn't see that at all i didn't see any any retaliation from the cops except for they took a step back and they let it let them do what they did especially since like they had weapons i don't understand that little part but then when um movements with um when Citizens with um, movements like Black Lives Matter, they they get tear gassed and they get shot at and stuff. I don't understand that part. So when the president says, and I quote, thugs, and when the shooting, when the looting starts, the shooting starts um, versus when he compar- when versus when he calls white protesters model citizens um very nice people yes. very nice people very good citizens.
0: people yeah but look what you're saying you're you're as a leader you're creating a divide among yes. what you think a very good people are i'm gonna say it like that because it's grammar sucks. Yes. um <laughs> and what thugs are because you're a leader first of all someone take his twitter account sorry i had to say that but Seriously? um he you have a platform like remember how we were talking about people who are silent with millions of followers this is somebody with millions of followers who's not silent he's just like off the rails yeah but in the in the worst way possible. completely remember biased to help de-escalate a situation but you're escalating it you're like the desi that wants more drama you want to throw more gas and oil into the fire yes wow. Mirce,
1: straight up <laughs> yeah merchant spice no you guys are absolutely like dude look i mean and by the way somebody take away his twitter account yeah the baby the big orange baby tried to sign an executive order trying to limit Mm. what is what like the amendment that america runs on free speech are you kidding me and i'm just saying and by the way you know i'm on like you know uh, uh, twitter side here where i'm just saying that uh, thank you for allow you know thank you for providing me that that label of saying that hey this might be misleading yeah. you know which by the way in my eyes t- twitter has won the transparency game for the next 10 years that oh, facebook yeah. will yes. never be able to you know no. and it will I never agree. be able twitter to
3: sugarcoats anything it gives you like it is it
1: gives yeah. you like it is and i'm i'm sorry but like When have we ever, in these four years, man, I'm just saying, I've never, ever, ever, and I've studied history like a crazy person, I've never seen somebody sign executive orders for something so stupid and so self-serving than what I've just seen in the last, like, four. I just, you know, it's like, it's insane. And to your point, these are the kinds of things that enables, you know, people who think that they have something to say, they come up and are just saying things without, like, Without, the, yeah. without considering other people's feelings. I agree.
3: And look, just like we have our opinions, they're allowed to say their opinions. Yes. I agree. Say whatever you want, but please don't act on it in this violent, violent way. The only reason they're acting on it and shooting people for no reason is because they know they will get away with it and they know they can do it.
2: You know, that's a exactly. privilege.
1: That's a privilege that, that I is. would never be able to.
0: And, and you know what's common between our... our um whatever, quote unquote, leader is, right. and um, mm-hmm. police brutality, it's accountability, the lack of accountability, right? You're normalizing lack of accountability. It's like trying to teach uh, a teenager to grow up and become an adult, to learn how to apologize, to learn how to change your opinion when you get facts yeah. Yeah. Or, or, you know, um, take scientific evidence and change your uh, outlook on something. Like this is all about, like it kind of feels like it, how our president hasn't grown up, and and all the people who he uh, enables, as you said, didn't grow up either. So then yeah. it becomes like this normalcy of sort of, uh, yes, you're um, a pro-life. When it comes to a um a bundle of cells, but you're not pro life when it comes right. to a black person dying. Yeah.
2: Yes, exactly. Couldn't have put it better.
1: Can you imagine what the world thinks of us right now? I'm just saying. Everybody oh is goodness.
3: disgusted with America. Probably just as much as we're disgusted
0: with America. Yes, yeah. yes. There is there is protests in Japan right now. Yes, like, yes. Germany, in other countries, UK, and um. There's just so many Canada. people like saying, "I guess racism." They're they're having protests, which is great. That's awesome to have rallies, parades. This is great. But the problem is, still, we enable this kind of behavior when we don't speak out about it.
3: Oh,
1: absolutely,
2: yeah, exactly. Just
1: saying, like guys, like the one of the most, and I was having this conversation with anybody and everybody who happened to be like my friends and family here when I became a citizen earlier this year. I love America. Yes, I love it. Yeah. I love it for the yeah. fact that it's given me all the opportunities that like my own home country could not mm. I am here. I'm speaking with all of you. I'm eating better than the rest of the, you know, at least the 78% of the rest of the world. I, agree. I am just saying so when when I see that, you know, these kinds of things are happening when like, you know, a particular race is hurting because of the color of this of, of their skin, mm. it makes me wonder if I'm. If I'm next, and by the way, this yeah. this thing is not about me right now, oh. and I don't want it to be about me for a while, for a while, yeah. you know, and because I have the confidence that my black friends, my black brothers and sisters are gonna come help me out when I need it. Okay, Same. can we just can we just talk about the fact that like you know we need to stand up as a brown community and just kind of like put our uh what our problems are right now aside. Just to like kind of help and push this community that has been suffering for so long, so so long, and just kind of like you know, understand that like America is made up of all of us. If it wasn't, if even one of us was like kind of like you know taken out of the equation, it wouldn't be America anymore.
3: Yeah, and and the the you know the equilibrium would just break. Yes, we work with each other. It's just how it is. Yeah, we all the minorities, all the ethnicities, all the races. We work with each other. It's a
0: fact. And I think it's very important to realize that while we are a melting pot, in which, in all of its meaning, melting, taking things from other cultures and incorporating it, incorporating it as a part of like youth, meaning like at Coachella when you see people wear bindi or the um, headpiece Mm. that is worn by South Asian people, or you see Black culture uh, come up through hip-hop and clothing, we need to recognize where that came from and highlight those people, especially about Black culture, because it's almost, you can't anywhere you go, Black culture is everywhere. And is that a bad thing? No. You would be crazy to think it's a bad thing. It's a really, really good thing. But I like to think of um, uh, a progressive movement as a salad bowl instead of a melting pot so that means each layer of the salad is put in one bowl yes but we are all recognized we are all highlighted yeah it's not about no color it's about i accept your color i want to learn more about it and i want you to live with me i
3: agree and not just the you know the the things like hip hop and you know black hip hop and black you know um, out uh, fashion and all of this in that culture. Not that every single aspect of that culture. You know, I don't. Not that I want to bring them up. I don't see the Kardashians say anything. Meanwhile, you know yeah. they are you know each and every one of them are married to some kind of basketball player. Like, what are you doing? You have children. You have mixed race children. Do you worry about them? You are not saying anything about them what is going on and so you can't just sorry pick and choose no. what you want out of a culture and then just ignore the freaking
0: rest really
3: oh but it'll ruin
0: their brand and their Uh, aesthetics. yeah
3: oh yeah they obviously listen this is not about them so we'll only talk about it a little bit but you know because you were talking about having a platform they have a big platform and the thing is their followers actually follow and do what they do yeah so if they start talking about this i know people will follow it even more but the thing is they're not because again their children are just there for their photography and matching their instagram feeds
1: that's it I think you bring up such a good point because I'll like kind of like highlight something here. Hmm. you know Lokia Kahenge, what will people think and say we are we, we started just like at the end of last year right We're growing we know that we are growing in terms of user base and you know yeah. all that stuff but we would you believe it we started to understand that like you know we are talking about South Asian culture and when we say that we talk about other diverse communities we knew that we had to segue into speaking about this. I agree. Absolutely. Because how can you not? Yeah. How can you not? And guess what? Um, We'll just like highlight here is that we got some hate too. This tiny growing baby got hate as well. It did. And it was huge
3: hate because we've never gotten hate like that before. Right. But honestly, <laughs> it was the best hate I've ever gotten in my life. Tell but us a little about that. We, we you know, okay. So our recent post about... um how to protest safely that we thought geared towards we weren't telling people or encouraging them to like go protest it was just that okay if you are going to go protest here are some safety tips you know why not and somebody who um i guess i'll let you tell you a little bit about them but like yes they are republican and yes they have a very close relationship with the cop um they decided to put that post on their story with and with a stop emoji And before that, they had posted something um, somebody else posted uh, about protesting safely. And they told them to shut the F up. And then right after that was uh, LKK's post. So I was like, okay, whatever. (laughs) It is what it is. And then they obviously knew who made that post, um, us. And since we live in Long Island, their next post was extremely specific. And they were like... Blasting you. Blasting me. uh, Basically saying that this... uh, these are people destroying churches or whatever. Um, this is how you quote unquote a uh, protest safely question mark. What do you know living inside of your privileged long island bubble? <sighs> um. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. And they were like, you don't know anything outside of your Long Island bubble. So I was like, okay, obviously this is geared towards me. No reaction giving because, you know, you cannot mm-hmm. make people like that understand mm-hmm. it at all. I was like, oh my god, yay, I'm getting recognition. Great. Um, <laughs> so, so they were really pissed. Um, so I just left it be, but I just like blocked them because I was like, whatever. Um, but yeah, so we are getting that kind of recognition as well. Because again, there's two opinions do sides of opinions to everything. Um, but yeah, I thought I should put that in there a little bit. Oh, I think you should. Oh, oh. My first really like social media drama. So I was like kind of hyped up. But um, yeah. But to
1: your point, Aha, right? Weren't you just saying that like using platforms? Yeah, using platforms. Exactly. If there's- well, there
0: yeah. will be some retaliation. It won't always be pretty. Uh, and, and I think it's important to note that these people who, who get so angry about people posting and how to yeah. safely protest. Don't recognize that there's a difference between rioting, aka that church being yes. uh, burnt down, um, and protesting. No, protesting not. is not is yeah. not burning things down. That's rioting. It only turns into rioting when people don't listen.
2: Yeah, right? yeah. I and just sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no, you're fine. And I hope that someone took that off of their story and they went out and protested. Yeah, I really it's do. It's not
0: about that. It's about. telling people to peacefully protest and be ready, be ready, have ID on you, have your phone number. What else is in that post? We're telling people or encouraging people to be safe, to to know your rights. here yeah. guys because guess what this is our reality we need to tell people to protect themselves from getting mace and spray um,
3: exactly and, spray yeah. and it all comes back to using your platform how do you use your platform listen i'm okay. not like we're lkk is not telling people to go out and burn down buildings you know and like throw stuff at people we're simply telling them here's some ways you can be safe there i just made a flyer for somebody who was holding a peaceful protest and in there it was uh, they were going to be protesting with sage and musical instruments and signs. That's well, it. I love that. I,
0: like, need to, I need to go to that
3: how one. More, more, how much more if peaceful If it wasn't for COVID, did.
0: I would be at that musical one. <laughs> yes. That's the best way. Yeah,
3: like that's so nice. So yeah, um, you can use your platform for your hate, but we're going to use our platform for peaceful advocacy. Absolutely. Why not? 110%. And you know
0: what, guys? I... I, I I feel that this is important to bring up. I, I know it's not part of our original plan of action to sort of talk about this topic, but I think that we should be addressing the elephant in the room, and that's COVID-19 being um, out, out there right. uh, yes. while there's protests. If there wasn't COVID-19, I promise you there would be a lot more people out there. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So, yeah.
2: Including us. Including us. And yeah. I also yeah. think that um going off of COVID-19. There's um, the the people who are getting tear gas. First of all, it's a respiratory disease. You're getting tear gas. You're going to spread that. You're going to, if someone has it, you're spreading it through the air and it's already spread. Like you can already spread spread through the air, but then now it's like intensified. Hmm. So how do you, you can't justify that. You can't sit there and tell me that in a time where someone, first of all, George Floyd said, I can't breathe. So to spray them with tear gas, that's kind of you know, a slap in the face and yeah. sensitive so on a whole different level a exactly. whole different
3: level that you never think would be so you know, also like, just imagine how much people are frustrated that in a time of a global pandemic where yes. you still have to be locked down they're so frustrated that they're putting their lives on the risk of a pandemic virus and going out to protest because they're so effing done so done they don't care anymore very
0: well said i think that is just super important to recognize also may i add uh the karens that were protesting the stay at home (laughs) order and not getting their haircuts or uh, hair coloring or massage or whatever they were not wearing masks when mm. they were protesting no. but guess who is right
3: yeah who all the people Everyone who are is wearing masks, masks. Yeah. i
0: saw people wearing gloves i saw people walking in distances i saw the yeah. the yeah. people who were doing the laying down protests on the road they were six feet apart on the floor like wow yes. that's amazing really they really risked their lives to be out yeah. there to make a statement to, yeah. Because you know why they have yes. the statement because there hasn't been much change yes no. one got arrested but there's still four other bystanders there are in that Uh, Yeah.
3: And they're doing it for something so much more greater than just literally protesting a virus, protesting science and (laughs) fact. it's insane the videos side note the videos that you see of like these uh coronavirus protests like oh my god like no mass no nothing like you said you know how um
0: and now there is one thing I'm so i'm so sorry there's just one thing in common of those two protests and that's people being frustrated right yeah. but one is frustrated from being at home and the other is frustrated with institutionalized racism
2: yeah. <laughs> And that's something you really have priorities, to
1: prioritize. guys. Yes,
3: priorities. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but those are the same Karens that are having now uh, problems with protests that are going on. You were just protesting something, and now, like, look what happened, and now you have a problem with that. It's insane.
2: It all comes back to racism.
1: Yeah. As much 110%. as, like, a... percent Yep. Um but you know just as a heartwarming uh you know uh, st- statistic yeah if our post helped by the way like i'm the analytics person here i guess on this thing so you know if it helped like 85 people who yeah. sent it to each other and saved yeah. it for themselves or yeah. whatever it is i mean i am happy for that yeah. fine you know uh, we,
0: us, yeah.
1: we'll take yeah. that small credit meanwhile like you know the, the, the truth of the matter is that like more people need to be and i hope i hope that you know our platform can grow and so that we can keep making this positive difference i think it's very important to understand that it's okay to you know kind of like set our problems or our like you know huge uh things that we make out of your problems sometimes Mm. aside which by the way we have never ever ever we started this podcast and we said we recognize our privilege yeah, I think that's something that we bring up in every single episode that we ever do is that we understand that we come from privilege. we have money. We don't have a hmm. problem of like, you know, not knowing where our next food is coming from, et cetera. So we understand that. So for somebody to yeah. say that to you, I'm sorry, but about that. like yeah. that's a stupid. Yeah, uh, that just means that they, yeah yeah it basically means that they're not checking their facts before they're speaking like exactly. somebody else we know yeah. and you know <laughs> I, 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 just saying and you know and so we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing because guys exactly. it's so important more than ever that you know from the other perspective of you know south asian people are like uh, communities of like other color coming together and you know saying things like this we have to build credibility here
2: Mm-hmm. I want to say, mm-hmm. you know,
1: we have to build credibility here because, uh, you know, historically there have been other people of color and etc. who've come, t- you know, out and helped communities like Black people. You know, uh, yeah. we we lost time on that a little bit, and I think that it's our time to to kind of like you know step in and say, okay, we're here to help you. We too. have to, yeah, yeah, you know, and oh, you know
0: what? At the same time. It's amazing that people from other cultures and and diverse groups are coming together in this time. However, it's also very important to recognize the dark side of it. And that's within your own community, there are bits and pieces of um, not understanding color differences and saying that it's important um, in terms of discrimination when it's not. Every color is beautiful. And especially in our culture, we need to recognize that a little bit.
3: Yeah, and that just comes from years and years and years of backwards thinking. Yeah, that okay. hopefully that we can be the start of that something you know new of a new way of thinking, um, because yes, racism does uh, exist in South Asian community a lot, um, not just towards Black people, honestly, but uh, even if like somebody in in the South Asian community is a little bit on the darker side, but you're done. You're you're, you're gonna done. Get, you're yeah. like all oh
0: notions of beauty don't apply to you exactly none of that i don't want to hear it because Mm -hmm. that's not something uh you know how this podcast name is what will people say this is one of those things where it's like i just don't want to hear it
3: right yeah yeah nobody wants to hear it
0: nobody wants to hear um,
3: it and this is our this is our time to shine and really spread it in our community that listen racism no no more that's it that's it.
0: I, and might I add that when we came up with the concept of this podcast, we were like, okay, we're going to tackle South Asian issues. Yeah. But guess what we did today? We took a break from it. We're yeah. using our platform to speak about Black Lives Matter because they do. There are people, we reached a milestone of 100 followers today. Guess what? Yay. To us, that's a number. But those 100 people are each and every individual. We love all of you for for believing in our cause right yeah, but yeah, totally. what about the people with nine million followers yes. who are uh, talking about an issue um uh in in some other group of people but they're not stopping their project to highlight black lives matter i'm sorry you have the capability and the resources to do it we did right. it
1: yeah. yeah or even we posting a selfie paper i'm sorry yeah. i've been so yeah, exactly. angry yes. like people just like posting a selfie and i'm like dude shut the hell up people <laughs> are
3: posting selfies yeah. people are posting their daily life activities i have nothing to do with what's going
0: on yeah. and- Listen, i'm a selfie addict and i even stopped you can stop too <laughs> yes exactly and it's I, not I, because- I posted a picture of flowers the other day and I felt so build the edit and i was like oh my god i should make the caption something but yeah you should uh-huh because guess what at the end of the day, if you want to grow up, you have to recognize your your shortcomings and what you're using your platform for. Sure, I yeah. will not stop sharing about Black Lives Matter. I've gotten some DMs like, oh, you're posting a lot about this. Yeah, because it's my platform and I'm going to use it for good. The
2: way you want If you want to unfollow me, unfollow me. But exactly. I personally... Unfollow me. Really... Block me. Block me. Please <laughs> block me. I beg you. Yeah. But just... Also, just one more thing that... um. Just because you're posting one, you're reposting something on your story, one thing, one or two things about Black Lives Matter. And then you go right back into, you know, um, I don't know, promoting your clothing brand and you go right (laughs) back into promoting your uh, just, you know, getting money from what you're promoting. That's just not okay. That's not fine. Because it's not
0: okay. And and also, I've seen people like put their like company logo like underneath like Black Lives Matter. So it's like they're relevant. It's stupid. When we posted about how to protest safely, that was not for us. That was for our audience. Right. And Everybody we're also knows. bringing awareness to something that is current. We're using our platform. You know why we're we're highlighting ourselves is because we're allowed to. We're allowed to say that we did something good. Ginza yes. and Minahil, you guys did an excellent job by by um adjusting our schedule in terms of this this company, this brand that we have. To be able to include Black Lives Matter in a South yeah. Asian podcast, because guess what, insaniyat, humanity—that's right. what matters. Yeah. And if something comes down to na insafi injustice, then we're gonna talk about it. You yeah. bet. You bet it. Yeah. We will. And yeah. you know what? Our future episodes, we're going to be talking about all types of people. Yeah. Yeah. We have I, to. We have to. But we can only talk about all types of people when we talk about Black people. Yes. They exist. We hear you. And you know, I, I just wish the utmost respect and honor to the people who lost their lives and their families that lost
2: that person. Right,
3: yes. Yeah, do you do this? Um, I think that in the end, there is no pointing fingers to, you know, one group of people. There's no pointing fingers to cops. There's no pointing fingers to Black people. There's no pointing fingers to regular, you know, anybody. Civilians. I think the two sides... Just need to come together and meet each other halfway and find a solution. There's and no more of the, pointing a part fingers. Of the
0: solution is just we need to be better.
3: We do. Yeah. As humans, not as professions, not as cops, not as a specific race, just like basic inside humans. And that is just the start.
2: And the abuse of power definitely needs to stop. Yeah.
1: I warrant that we, you know, we. Uh, in the future, we do a, 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 a an episode of, you know, people of all kinds of colors. I want like, to say, like, you know, yeah. colors. Uh, but this specific episode, we really, really, really highlight and sing for and speak for, you know, our Black um, members of the community, our Black brothers and sisters. Because, honestly speaking, what's happening is heartbreaking let's not forget that this can very well be us on the other side one day. And um, it
3: has been, it has maybe been. not to this extent, but, you know, flashback to 2001 and all of this, you know, right. it was instances when you go out to the airport, instances when you literally have to be scared for your father and your your relatives because of their names, because of their first names, because of their last names, because of how the way they speak, because of the way they look, um, because of the way they dress. So, yeah, we have been, uh, we are on that side sometimes, you know? So, yeah, we, we get it, which yeah. is why it's important for us to speak about it. Definitely.
0: You know what Minahil just exhibited? Empathy. Right. Leaders should have empathy like this. Understand someone else's um, lens or their perspective or their life and life experiences with the heart. Okay? Exactly. When you saw this video... You're not looking at white man on on black man, you're looking at a person dying.
3: Yeah. And a person a, doing that to them.
0: Yeah. And a person who is killing them. Yeah. So we should be you know, we should always do things with empathy. But the thing is that's just me talking to my colleagues. What about leadership? Leadership should look at not political agenda but an empathetic approach because at the end of the day, even if you think about it, empathetic approach actually builds better um political um it, it's fair game for politics as well if you think yeah, about it because definitely. you're 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 using your platform for something good people are more likely to yeah. follow you anyways. Oh, so yeah. I don't I don't get how people don't get that concept either.
3: Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, so somebody can tell us that you know we're in our Long Island privilege bubble. Um but the truth is that uh, we're gonna keep using this platform for for the for the positive yeah, changes. and guess what?
0: You have multiple bubbles. You are a yeah. strong, independent South Asian woman. Yeah. From Long Island, Minahil. Yeah. And so are you, Fatma, And so are you, Ginza. Your intersections are important, and the way that someone put you in one of those bubbles just shows how ignorant that person was. Exactly. And also, the other part of ignorance is when we see people in the Black Lives Matter movement there are people of all colors and faiths standing up for their fellow human beings. yes don't marginalize the marginalized right okay yes highlight what is important these people are our people there's no they are pointing fingers that they are they and, and we are we no we are all
1: yeah and And I just want to, like, add here that, like, as we, you know, uh, what you just brought up is a very important point, and I know that you had just, your first reaction when you were sharing this with me was, you know, she... Uh, this person did they just think that i don't have any issues that they just kind of you know what you just said marginalized the marginalized like no what you actually did was in this overwhelm of information and overwhelm of negative news you decided to you know sit down here even though this was so hard which by the way guys like we just spent 48 minutes or something talking and relieving the tension that we had before starting this podcast episode Mm -hmm you know what we, well, we were
3: feeling mentally well, exactly
1: yeah. and so like i think that that's to your point Aha. like to tie it all back up like still having the empathy and creating the energy mm-hmm. to talk about these issues is exactly what's going to make difference that i think maybe did not exist before then and I agree. you know I, I i'm i'm really thankful that i got the chance to sit down here with you guys and discuss this and that we yeah. do have a platform and you know we are one thing that we start that started this podcast was that we were tired of you know the uh of being complete of of our of our of our you know society or our community being complicit and being silent
2: yeah. um
1: and so for us to sit down here and just like you know really be present and kind of make space for other human beings is is what i think needs to happen on a larger scale right now
0: for everybody I, think I agree that we- all in all, our message to you is talk about what's happening. I know it's rough to talk about someone losing their life, and it can be triggering for a lot of people who lost loved ones. Yeah, I we all all of us have lost someone we dearly love. Okay, but remember, just because it's uncomfortable, doesn't mean that it's not true. Mm. And we need to advocate and empower other people because guess what? That's all we have is each other. Um. I would like to end this uh, episode by saying thank you guys for 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 checking up on me and, and helping me through the the negative um, impact of media consumption. Um, yeah. Even though it's important to have information, we do need to remember to take care of ourselves. Yes. And if you guys need any tips on that, please visit our Instagram or our previous episodes where we talk about self-care. Um, however, thank you guys for watching. But before we sign off, we are going to have about a minute of just a moment of silence for the people who lost their lives to hate crimes.
2: And um, just one last thing, just please remember to use your voice because you have one, you have a platform, you have friends, educate them, Um, use your voice and Black Lives Matter always.
0: Always. Thank you, everyone.